Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Laura Bonding and today I'm joined by... M. Burnham. I'm back filling in for Chelsea today. We hope she's feeling better thoughts and prayers because you're a last minute addition to the show. Just letting people know how things have rolled behind the scenes. Isn't it always? Do we think Chelsea just went and saw the Taylor Swift movie over the weekend and just was too overcome? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Honestly, I'm really excited to watch that movie because I didn't get tickets. I don't want to watch it because spoilers. Yeah, but you've actually got tickets. Oh, you don't? Oh, awkward for us. This is my concert. She's gone back to see it again today she's just gonna sit in the theater and like (laughs) let it roll over and over again well hopefully she can listen to this podcast on her walk there yeah and feel guilty anyway something else big that happened over the weekend that also involved taylor swift for some reason was that saturday night live came back (gasps) wait rider strike is over oh it's so stressful to me that you just said that I'm stressed because I didn't know about this. The actor's strike is ongoing. Got the it. writer's strike is finished now. So Saturday Night Live was one of the first casualties because it was meant to be the weekend and then it got cancelled and Pete Davidson was meant to host back when the writer's strike first kicked off like over five months mm. ago. So he hosted this weekend and both Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift made little appearances. If the actor's strike is happening still... What are we watching on SNL? It's acting, but it's also sketches and stuff. So it's one of those things where it's like a little bit loose. They Mm. can do like sketches and commentary and jokes and all that sort of thing, but they just can't have actors come on and promote their work. Okay, got it. Yeah, and they're not classified as like a film or a scripted show. Wouldn't it be more efficient to have writer strike and actor strike happen? It doesn't work like that, buddy. (laughs) They're two different unions. Like, I cannot get into the politics of Hollywood with you right now, but I can say that we've done like 50 episodes on this if you want to go back and listen to this. Yeah, I will. Thank you for that. Thanks for being a new listener. But one funny takeaway, because we haven't had SNL for so long, there was all this build-up of jokes. And so one of them was Pete Davidson, who did a really beautiful opening monologue at the start. Is it back at SNL? No. Oh, my God. This is like explaining, like, where the sun goes at night to a child. I thought he left. I thought he left. He left. So Pete Davidson became famous on Saturday Night Live. And then left. Now he is a yes. To date a Kardashian. Yes. Got it. So he's come back to host because uh, that's, yeah. Because he's not the butt of the joke anymore. Yes. Now he's <laughs> like in control of the joke. He did a parody of the I'm Just Ken, which is an absolute banger that I have. I, I think he should have been in that movie. Well, yeah. We'll get to that another time. He and John Cena and both mermaids <laughs> in the water. Oh, my God, yes. With Dua Lipa. I love that. He did a little rework of the song, and it's probably one of the funnier things I've seen this week. I'm just Pete, my dating life is not discreet.
They have a lot of money for that kind of stage production. <laughs> She's talking about them driving the Barbie dream car through the house at the end. That was hectic. We'll link to it in the show notes because, like, you need to watch the whole thing because it's very visual. Yeah. But I'm I blown away. Me. I need to watch that another five <laughs> yeah, times. Blown away. Your face. That's the first time Em's seen it. We just watched it all the way through and your face just contained a multitude of emotions. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that little fun time. <laughs> time to get into some serious celebrity news. And that is the fact, like, yes, we talked about them last week. Em was here. She's yes. been having nightmares about it ever oh, since. Oh, gosh. Is to talk about it again. <laughs> we have to because it's like dominating the celebrity news cycle. It is. is that more information has come out about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. They've done a lot more interviews and the ramifications have been bad. They've made a critical error and we're going to get into that as the entertainment news story we need to talk about today. Okay. I am very upset that we have to talk about this today because this is not a topic that I wanted to bring up, except it was a topic that was all over my feeds this weekend. Okay, just to counter that, we're really not doing a good job of selling it. It is the most interesting story that's erupted from Celebrity World over the weekend. So, so much information has come out. That's too when much information. Too much for your mind to say. handle, yeah. So, last week we talked about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith and the huge revelation of her announcing that she and him have actually been separated for seven years. And we were like, what? Except I was like, what? And you were kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. understandable. <laughs> like everything else in this world that had just passed you by. Yeah. She also revealed over the weekend that she actually hasn't been living with him for the past two years. They've been living separately. And more and more stuff has come out. She talks about Tupac. She talks about their relationship and how it's like on the brink of divorce, but they're not actually a divorce on paper and how they're just separated. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through whatever. And I just haven't been able to break that promise. Are we done with the revelations? Is there anything going to be in her book that we're going to be surprised about? Oh, well, I'm sure because she's got a lot more press to go. The book's not out for still oh, like gosh. a week or so yet. And more the actual book, <laughs> more revelations, take the day off to read them all. So she's still got a lot more on her press cycle to go and then the actual book coming out. So I think there's going to be a lot more. But they were just banking up over the weekend because there was a New York Times interview. There was an interview with the Today Show. There's other like features that are coming out. Like it just wasn't managed very well, I think, to have it all come out in one burst but you know here we are so more came out about the Oscars so as you know like when we talked about it last week that was the big thing because she never addressed the Oscars situation mm. and then she did and it was fine but it also felt like a little bit of a oh bit of a letdown yeah I saw a tweet that said Will Smith said keep my wife's name out of your mouth Jada responded who is he talking about yeah <laughs> Who is this? That's the weird thing is that she was like, you know, we barely knew each other, really. We weren't together. We hadn't called each other husband and wife for such a long time. And her first comment about this, which came out a bit more that she was surprised. She thought it was a skit. She asked Will if he was okay. Mm. That sort of seemed more normal. But now she said that Chris Rock, when they went to commercial came like running down the stage and leaned over to her and said, I didn't mean any harm. I'm so sorry. And she said, I can't talk about this now, Chris. This is some old shit and I'm going to leave you and Will to sort it out, which I think is the much more juicy thing. But yes, then we've gotten to her marriage because on the Today Show, she got asked about, there's been rumours for a long time that Will Smith is gay and that they just had their marriage as like a sham so that he could be a big Hollywood action star. Uh We'll never know. We might know when the book comes out. I don't think you can know that information about someone, yeah. but, you know, Hollywood's a really intense place and people have to hire things to be movie stars. That's Every still a charismatic thing. man in Hollywood <laughs> has been through, like, a gay rumour. Yeah, exactly. And there's also a lot of rumours that they've been in an open relationship and that's been one that has stuck to them for at least the last 20 years. Like, 
that's always been around. But they were always so strict about it that mm. you weren't allowed to mention it in their presence. Interviewers weren't allowed to ask them. I remember the first time I interviewed Jada Pinkett Smith and I was waiting to go. <gasps> Name into, drop. I interviewed the whole Smith family except for Will, well, which except I think. Except for Will. Yeah, which I he think I'd, like I'd be okay with now. I mean, his children are very polite. I'll say that. I've interviewed I some love brats him. in my time, but they were both very polite anyway. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. Good, I like them you, got, you know what? Everyone's slamming them. You guys are good parents. Love Aww. that for you. But I remember like, because Jada Pinkett Smith was promoting this big female like, comedy that she was in and they were like, just don't ask her about, no questions about open marriage no questions about cheating rumours. And I was like, that's okay. We're here to talk about the movie. Mm. But I think someone in front of me, one of the other journos asked because I heard some kind of angry voices (gasps) raised. And then when I went in, Jada Pinkett Smith was furious. Oh. And I sort of had to sit down and she didn't really want to talk. But then we got into a good rhythm and she answered all of my questions. And we were like laughing. And then like, I thought we were actually like quite friendly by the end of it. But then when I look back at the picture we talk, she looks furious. But I swear to God, she was happy. Anyway, that was years ago. So she's been dealing with this news cycle for a long time. And so in this interview, she didn't go either way. She just said, I mean, a million things were out there. That's just part of it. I would say that none of that's true. I can definitely understand why there'd be misunderstandings, but none of it's true. Which we'd be more likely to believe if like a lot of stuff that they've been saying over the last few years hadn't turned out. Like they really did allude to the fact that they've been very happily married for the the last few years, that they've been through some rough times. They've been really open about that. Their families had mental health struggles, but they have always really alluded to the fact that they were still very much married and husband and wife. And now we know that that's not the truth. It's made me question, like, is what you're telling now is the truth or is there going to be another reveal in a few years that this was a lie? Yeah, it's really confusing and I'm also really tired. And I think the internet is <laughs> Love really... Love you making this about you. I think the internet in general is really tired. Everyone on Twitter is basically saying how they're sick of her revealing things and they just want her to stop. I mean, this is the whole point of her book and press tour, though. But let us read the book, you know, so we can do that on our own I know, but they need to do the publicity. Like, the book industry is doing it tough right now. It's hard to sell books. The other thing that's come out that's really doing the rounds is how she said that seconds after sleeping with Will Smith, when they were just boyfriend and girlfriend, she knew she was instantly pregnant with what we now know to be Jaden Smith. (laughs) They're on holidays back in 1997. But see, like, why do I need to know this? I don't (laughs) want to know this. But you have to know it. I can't think of what remember I got this from, but I was copying down the text from someone else's interview where someone had written it out. So I had the notes in the script and someone said they were holidaying. And just after they made the beast with two backs, Jason, <gasps> she felt something in her body. What? what a horrific way to put that. Oh my God, imagine poor Jaden reading that. <laughs> she didn't say that. That's how oh. this dumb writer has written it. Anyway, moving past that, this is an excerpt from the book that's come out. She said minutes after they finished having sex, she said that she instantly knew she was pregnant and she described it as feeling like a bank vault. There's a lock and it looks like a big round steering wheel. And when you turn it, it locks with a click. And that's what it felt like in her womb. So she's saying that just after sleeping with Will Smith, that must have been some good sex. That, (laughs) you know, bless those crazy kids, that her (laughs) womb like clicked like a safe, like a bank safe and clicked into place and she instantly knew she was pregnant. My womb does the same thing when I eat too much dairy. (laughs) I have that exact same feeling. It clicks into place. You're like, you and me, Jada, we know what's going on. With the dairy, you're done. You're cut off. 
I didn't know everyone else had a womb like a bank vault. I feel left out. I'll have to watch, listen for that next time. You just time. have to find your thing. <laughs> yeah, that's going to do it. Hopefully it's not pregnancy. But also... No, it's just having sex with Will only. <laughs> okay, well, I'm saying he's pretty hot. But this bit makes him less hot. Like, this is what oh. I'm saying. I've always found him like a super hot, charismatic man. I mean, everyone does. That's yeah. not a thing. But this next bit made me doubt my attraction for him for the first time ever. Because, first of all, he called one of his friends and laughed that Jada thought she was pregnant. And I was like, well, she was right, so that's to you, sir. But then he said to her, well, if you don't want to be pregnant, you can jump up and down or stand on your head. What? To, like, I guess move the sperm away from the eggs. But wouldn't standing on your head make it go down more? Yeah, I do think they sometimes tell you if you're trying to conceive after sex, like, hold your legs up. This is a fertility podcast here. I'm so confused. Oh, he hasn't done his research. No, I don't know where his sex ed has come from. And he was already a dad at this point. And then when he called his friend to laugh at her for thinking he was pregnant... That's the most ick thing. I'd be like, so get off the phone. Yeah, what the heck? He said, the little ones haven't even stopped swimming yet. Disgusting! Ew. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I love how you were over this whole book and conversation. Oh. You hadn't even read the best bit. Then Jada says she cried all night long oh, because she really knew sad. she was pregnant. She wasn't sure if she was ready. And she said a few weeks later she took a pregnancy test and they all came back positive. And then it says their firstborn son, Jaden, was delivered in July the following year. So she was right. She was right. Oh, no. Will was wrong. (laughs) God, this is really upsetting to me. So those were all the revelations that have come out from her interviews and the press around her book, much to a lot of people's dismay. But we also have to go in after the break on how the public have actually reacted to all of this. So this next bit was supposed to be a bit of an interesting reveal about how the public have reacted to Jada Pinkett Smith and Mm. Will Smith and all their various revelations, although you've been ruining it all through the show because you keep saying (laughs) that you're sick of it, you're over it, you've heard too much. Which is the consensus that we're now seeing from the public? I'm glad I'm not the only one because I do feel very mean about saying that. Because, I mean, it's someone's life, right? Like you're listening in on someone's really, like, personal life, especially a life that so many people have rumoured that you were living for so long and now you're finally saying the truth and everyone's like, no, enough, stop. Yeah, I think that's been very much the PR misstep here is that both Will Smith and Chris Rock came out of the whole Oscars slap fiasco Mm. with two very different points of view. Like there was a lot of blame towards Chris Rock, which was justifiable. There was a lot of blame to Will Smith, which was justifiable. There was also a lot of understanding on both sides. Like it's a very complex issue that people are still debating over, you know, obviously you should never hit someone, but there was, you know, the comment about Jada's hair and the history between them and the way they both been seen as black men in public for so many years. Like, there was a lot there. But I think the one thing we all agreed on is that Jada Pinkett Smith came out of that, as she should have, like, as the person who needed the most understanding and the public getting behind her because Mm -hmm. she was just, you know, there as a very celebrated actress and producer and all these things who was supporting her, I guess we thought husband, but even, you know, father of her kids doesn't really matter, who was there and then a comment was made about her appearance, which is the result of a medical condition that she had spoken about in the past. Mm -hmm. So it was like really well known that that was the reason. And so she came out of that with a lot of understanding and then she never really said anything else. And so everyone's been really waiting to hear her story, not just from that night, but what's happened in her life in the public eye, her childhood, her career. And so now that book is finally here and there was so much buildup and goodwill. And I feel like now it's really gone off the rails and become a bit of a joke because it was maybe too much too fast after like a year of nothing. Like she's still done interviews and she did her show Red Table Talk and stuff, but It's come out so fast with so many interviews, so many excerpts, so many huge headlines. 
It's like when Harry and Meghan started their big yeah, press trail. Yeah, that's such a good comparison because I think especially with Harry's book, like Spare, I know so much about that book and I haven't read it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because I just know so much. You know and so I much about his penis and other things. So much. I don't <laughs> want to know. That's what happens when headlines are pulled yeah. out because it was a similar thing where Jada Pinkett Smith first started talking about the book. There was a lot of goodwill towards her and people were really on her side. And I think the same thing happened with Harry and Meghan when they did their first Oprah interview, even though there's a bit of backlash, but everyone was like, we've never heard this before. We're on their side. This is amazing. And then the book and their Netflix special came out at pretty much the same time. And then Harry was doing so many intense interviews and saying the same thing over and over again and not coming off particularly well in some yeah. of them because he was trying to backtrack on different things. And I think that flood of information just tipped the scales too far of people being very understanding towards them and then finding them very whingy and complaining. And it's not exactly the same story, but now I do find with Jada and Will that it's been this flood of information. And now instead of people being excited for her book coming out, like it's not even out yet and we're already tired of it. What does that say? Yeah, They've become the butt of the joke, especially in an online sense. Yeah, I've actually been on Twitter. Of course you have. <laughs> now no one is X. And I'm glad that you gave me a lot of background and context because Twitter is going actually crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. People this is the kind of thing mean. that they, I think also because there's so much intense stuff going on in the world right now, this feels like a very low stakes joke to people, even though it's someone's yeah. life. Like people are just going to town with the jokes. Oh my God. I haven't really looked. What are they I saying? Do have to, I do have to read some of them. Oh, okay. Jada Pinkett Smith claims Will Smith is just a figure of our imagination and never really existed. <laughs> I would believe that at this stage. Me too. This woman keeps telling me a different story. She tells me she's never met that man. I'll be like, that sounds fair. Yeah, there's one that's have like you Jada ever- Pinkett Smith reveals she's never actually met Will Smith. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen them in a room together recently? <laughs> that's true. I haven't. Jada Pinkett Smith reveals that she often leaks the address of Brooklyn after parties because she loves mess. <laughs> I'm like, that's a nice one. I like that. A bit more wholesome. I love that. We just don't believe everything she says now because yeah. the People story are just is making twisted. random tweets yeah. and going with it because they do sound real, some of them. I know, honestly. The she's revealing. Some of these crazy tweets, you just won't know what to believe. So I guess the question is now, you know, these people have been in the public eye for decades, have had many ups and downs. Mm. Is this just going to be a little blip and then when this intense publicity cycle stops, they'll go back to the standing they were, do you think? Or do you think that this will stay with them? I mean, I guess they've always, like, monetized their marriage in such a big way. Like, that's been such a big part of their both of their identities and their kids and how much we know about their family even Mm. before this. Like now that we know that they're not really together, because they say like they don't want to get divorced, but they haven't lived together or been husband and wife for many years. Mm. Where do we go from here? What I find really upsetting about all of this. Besides the fact you had to know about it at all. (laughs) Besides the fact I had to know about it. Was that actually genuinely like Red Table Talk? That was a great show. So good. And I love seeing her role as like an interviewer. I think she asked brilliant questions. And I think with everything that's happened around the press, especially reading those tweets, she's kind of become memefied. Yeah. Like if she brings back that show, I can't see like her role as like a journalist, I guess, yeah. will be ever taken seriously since well, then. I think we all have to actually go and read the book. Like obviously mm. this press cycle has been unfortunate and it's not all her. Like a lot of people do this many interviews leading up to their books being released. Yeah. It's just the fact of that it involves another famous person and a big event that it's been blown out like this. Mm. Like it's not like she's doing any more press than the average person. I think we should just all go read the books. Like I said, she's a really interesting person. She's had a really intense life and she hasn't talked about a lot of it before. 
I think this is that time, like, you didn't read Harry's book, but you should read Jada's. Maybe I'll read them together. <laughs> One page each, yeah. twine them together. Yeah. Next minute you think Jada's having a slapping fight with Prince William and she's getting knocked into a dog bowl by him. Oh, that happens know about in the that. Book. Spoilers. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. If you also want to hear more from me, I know you do. No, you probably don't. <laughs> you but do, if you do, we do. If you do, I also have a podcast at Mamma Mia called Things You Didn't Learn in School. Each Monday, me and my co-host, Beck Melrose, goes through pretty much what the title says, like a topic of things we wish we learned in school but didn't. The most recent episode, we talk about getting out of debt and how some debt is good. It's a really fun. Some debt is good? Some debt is good. This is what I need to hear right now. Yeah, you need to to listen and like feel better about yourself. Being in debt is not embarrassing. Well, this episode of The Spill was produced by Taylor Strano with audio production by Scott Stronick. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye. See ya. Oh,